Hello builders. Welcome to the Builders Club Startup Founders podcast. A podcast for founders to upskill themselves and understand the founder mindset. Every week, we sit with the best minds in the startup ecosystem and understand what it takes to start, run and scale businesses. This podcast is from one of our recordings of our water cooler conversations. A weekly community AMA where we get established entrepreneurs to discuss their strategies and their mindset in front of our community members. So sit back, relax and let's start with the episode. So first of all welcome Guru sir to the Builders Club. So we have been interacting for a long time and I think we wanted to get you in for the builders camp first and then uh, for this podcast this this conversation has been going on for some time but finally very good to have you here just to give you a little bit of an introduction uh, dhruv sir uh, has been has been uh, in the startup ecosystem for a very long time he he was a part of iit delhi before then uh, he uh, became a part of um, you know of of lead angels uh he has been observing and been a part of being a part of the startup ecosystem for close to what 4 5 years now if not a decade sir 10 10 years 10 years uh, almost yeah. a decade now um and he has also written a book called uh, funding your startup uh, we'll probably talk about that book book also a little bit during this conversation so welcome dhruv sir i have a copy hey very nice <laughs> uh so chalo sir dhruv sir chalu karte hain आज की डिस्कशन सो द वे वी यूजली डू दिस सर द वॉटरगुलर कॉन्वर्सेशन इज एज इट साउंड इट्स अ वॉटरगुलर कॉन्वर्सेशन द होल आइडिया ऑफ दिस ऑफ दिस ऑफ दिस कॉन्वर्सेशन इज बेसिकली टू हैव अ वेरी कैजुअल अनऑफिशियल काइंड ऑफ अ टॉक अबाउट द स्टार्टअप इको सिस्टम इन जनरल जो भी हम टॉपिक उठाते हैं उसके बारे में एक बहुत ही फ्रेंक डिस्कशन करते हैं और काफी लाइट रखते हैं थिंग्स आर नॉट नॉट वेरी फॉर्मल uh and and the whole idea of these conversations is basically to pass on uh knowledge and information to first time founders especially the early stage ones so sir bhai matlab mere khayal se chalu hum log thoda sa aapki life se karte hain just to know a little bit about your journey aapne kahan se chalu kiya then where exactly did you uh, stumble upon the startup ecosystem kyunki india mein in itself hi startup ecosystem mere khayal se ek दस साल बारह साल ही हुए हैं यू नो मेनस्ट्रीम में तो दस बारह साल से ज्यादा तो हुए नहीं है तो मेरे ख्याल से आप शुरुआती समय से ही पूरी की पूरी इकोसिस्टम को स्टडी कर रहे हो सो वुड लव टू वुड लव टू नो लिटिल बिट अबाउट योर ओन जर्नी एंड एंड हाउ हाउ Well, initially, I assumed you wanted me to start with where I was born, which hospital I was born in, which primary school I went to. But I guess that is not too relevant here, so I'll skip that. So um, you're right. I was a, a B.Tech in electrical engineering from IIT Delhi. Uh, I also did my doctorate, my PhD in computer science, also from IIT Delhi. I spent about twenty years in the IT industry with NIIT. Uh, spent uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, i learned a hell of a lot uh, most of my work was in consulting uh, consulting for clients who wanted to implement uh, it based systems and then finally i said enough chasing of business targets i became a professor 
So I joined MDI as a professor and I was there for about 19 years and I retired about a year and a half back. Yeah. So I basically have had two different uh, parts of my journey so far. One is 20 years in the IT industry and about 19 years as a professor. However, you know, the question you asked about 10 years ago, 12 years ago, when I was a prof at uh, MDI, uh, a lot of students used to come to me for advice, particularly students who had either created a startup or were planning to create a startup. And they said, sir, you know, you have experience in the industry. So what would you advise us to do? So I used to sit with them. It was a lot of fun. We used to sit in the open air canteen at MDI over chai and samosas and unlimited chai, unlimited samosas. And uh, we used to strategize and figure out therefore what direction to take and so on and so forth. So there's been a hell of a lot of learning there. Hell of a lot of learning. Now, another very interesting thing happened, uh, which is how I became an angel investor. See, I have been fairly active in the stock market for the last maybe 30 years, right? But what I've realized is, you know, when I invest in the stock market, it's a very passive kind of investment. So, for example, there is no way I can sit across the table with Mukesh Ambani and tell him, Mukesh bhai, you're galat kar rahe ho. Uh, aise mat karo, this is the way you should do it. And don't worry, I'll help you. Mukesh bhai, meri baat sunega, right? So I just blindly buy Reliance shares and that's it, I've held them. But when I look at these young startups, I actually can sit across the table uh, in detailed, solid discussions with the founder and say, nahi boss, aise mat kar, aise kar. And the founder has his own views and then finally we arrive at what to do. So I realized investing in a startup was meant far, far, far more involvement from my side than typically investing in the uh, stock market. And which is where I decided uh, gradually to become an angel investor. So I have been investing. I've invested in about 15 companies so far. And, you know, in each of them, it's not been uh, just uh, trying to make money. It has been learning. It's been contributing. So it's like saying, you know, I have these 15 companies and they're my companies. I don't want an exit. They're my companies. So I have been uh, doing this for 10, 12 years. And I have also been mentoring a lot of uh, startups where I have not invested. But in the process, there is so much I have learned that I've started writing these books. And... This is the first book in the series, Funding Your Startup. And the key part is, and other nightmares, as you can read over here, right? uh, because funding is actually a bit of a nightmare sometimes. Yeah. So currently, I am a mentor. I'm an angel investor. I'm a, an author. Uh, I'm writing several books. I also write a lot of columns. Your story, for example, I have a column. So life is a lot of fun. And I keep learning. Yeah. Yeah. say. Learnings hai, all of these have basically been distilled into, into the book. So you're, yeah. you said that this is a series. So yeah. are you planning to write yes. more in the series? Yes, there will be more. Uh, there will be one more which will come out hopefully in about uh, maybe three months time, three, four months time, at which time I'll talk to you again. Uh, and then I have already planned the third one, which will probably come out sometime next year.
totally a series because you know see the point sohail is the founder of a startup or a, or a potential founder a guy who wants to create a startup he has so 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 many questions yeah. and there are very few places where he can get answers yeah. and given the fact that i spent so much time with these young founders including a lot of failures eh, by the way uh, many of the founders i spent time with have failed many of these startups i invested in have failed so all that learning is going into the book and therefore if the founder reads it hopefully many of his questions get answered and therefore i have a series of such books on different topics nice so thoda sa kitab ke bare mein bhi samajhte hain sir uh funding your startup and other nightmares so what exactly i mean i i get it it's it's about you know the the fundraising journey of an early stage founder uh but you also probably talk about this uh, this whole idea of uh, persistent startup framework which you have in the book as well then thoda sa aap sar samjha do sir ki what is this book about who is this book for and why should anybody basically read this book yeah. so so sohel just to give you a little background you know all these founders that i have spent time with many of them were successful many of them were failures and what we realized was every founder uh, who succeeded typically would do certain things right and every founder who failed typically would do one or more things wrong correct and we spent a lot of time trying to understand this when i say we i have a co-author sushanto mitra who's the founder and ceo of lead angel by the way he is also the founder and the first ceo of sign sign is the incubator at iit bombay oh okay so he actually started sign uh, and he was there for about 5 years okay so what we realized was we said okay can we distill all this learning about what individuals do right and what individuals do wrong into something common something simple to understand which then a founder can use to figure out whether he is a likely to be successful or not and b likely to get funding or not so incidentally the book is not only about funding it's also about creating successful startups because ultimately the investor will only invest in something that is either successful or likely to become successful correct so which is where we came up with this persistent framework and i'll just show that to you uh yeah you can see this here i guess each letter of this word this acronym persistent each letter of this stands for something theek hai so let's start with p so p stands for problem you have to be solving a problem for somebody otherwise obviously you don't have a business correct e the next one stands for earnings model see you can be solving a problem for somebody but he has to be willing to pay you or somebody has to be willing to pay you otherwise you don't have a business you have a charity correct and you'll be making losses all the time then i'll skip r for a minute <coughs> the first s is what i call size of the market okay uh, obviously very important because if your market size is not large then at some stage the startup you created will stagnate because you know it will say thak gaya can't grow any further marketing nahi hai kya karu correct so size of the market becomes extremely important then the sometimes you know you may have a very large market size but it's also what i call a crowded market just to take a very simple example if somebody were to offer let's say 
uh, online trading in stocks correct and they were to get into this uh, business today it's a phenomenally crowded market because you have you know fivepesa.com you got upstock you got zerodha you got all the banks which have their own uh, you know the the securities division like icici direct and so on how the hell can a young startup which obviously has less money than all these giants how can he possibly compete with these guys he can't very simply right therefore if you have a market which is large but is crowded you try and identify a subset of that market which is a not crowded and b large enough correct and that subset is what i call a niche which is the n n in persistent right and just to give you just to carry on this example so if you are focusing on let's say stock trading you know all these guys are basically aiming at whom they are aiming at people who have reasonably large transaction values and volumes correct the young guy who let's say in the age group of 18 to 21 the college student he may want to do it but nobody gives a damn about him because the volumes are very tiny and the commission they will get the brokerage they'll get is good is going to be equally tiny right so if you were to start with that segment right which is the college students it is more of an open market it is not crowded and once you get in you know you can grow they, as these guys grow they get their first job second job and so on they will start uh, contributing more and more to you so that's what i mean if you are in a crowded market try and identify a niche which is not crowded and which is large theek hai so that's the uh, end then i'll come to the next s which stands for scalability very very important you know the the whole issue is if you don't scale please remember you know what our prime minister keeps saying mere kya bolte hain ab 135 crore deshwasi correct don't for a minute think that you are the only guy who has this bright idea no boss there are 135 crore sorry it's probably 140 crore now people out there and there are lots of them who will have the same idea many of them will have more money than you they will be able to grow faster so the problem now is you have to grow rapidly if you have to stay ahead of them because they will anyway grow rapidly right and scalability is the ability to grow rapidly size of the market tells you how big the market is scalability tells you was within this market how fast and how much can you grow okay i'll just take a couple of examples here let me take the example of a, a a software company right something like infosys but i'll take a small software company right maybe 400 employees but when i say scalability i don't mean 20% 15% 25% growth per year no scalability in the world of startups means 200% 300 400% in a year correct that's scalability that's really scaling up the problem with a company which is into software software projects is that essentially they will get projects from their clients and what will they do they will put their uh, teams which is uh, programmers analysts and so on onto uh, developing these projects and ultimately implementing them which means if they have to quadruple in revenue which is what i said scalability is they've got to quadruple the manpower So if there are 400 people today, they need 1600 people tomorrow. Can't do that. You can't take a 400 strong company into suddenly something which is 1600 strong without 
causing absolute chaos. And then you'll need infrastructure as well. You know, you'll have a place to sit and uh, um, you'll have to have, uh, you know, laptops and infrastructure, air conditioning, network, etc., etc., right? Wi-Fi. So software project companies, they may be very good companies. I'm not saying Infosys is a bad company. It's a terrific company, but it is not a scalable business model. If you compare that with, let's say, something like Make My Trip, or you compare that with, let's say, even Zerodha, you know, or online stock trading or fivepesa.com, you want to scale, all you need to do is spend lots more on marketing. It is not a manpower dependent or an infrastructure dependent business, right? So the point I'm trying to make is there are many factors which go into scalability. And the key factor which determines whether you're scalable or not is how much is your growth dependent on addition of proportionate manpower and infrastructure, right? So that becomes very, very important. So I've spoken about, I think, six of these guys. Uh, then there is the R, which stands for risks. Obviously, every business will have risks. And the one of the biggest risks of any business is the possibility of competition coming in, taking away your market share, which is why you need the second E, uh, here, which is entry barrier, right? Sometimes called a moat. See, entry barrier is what? <coughs> this is your business. You have to have something in this business which prevents your competitor from entering, taking away your guys, your clients, your market share. Okay, that's an entry barrier. And by the way, uh, if you have a patent or a you know a complex piece of software or a product which has taken the long time to develop, that's a good entry barrier because the other guy will take a similar quantum of time to, uh, to you know, develop that uh, product. And incidentally, scaling, if you scale rapidly, that's another way to create an entry barrier because, you know, you scale rapidly, you're well-known, you're a brand, you're a trusted brand, and people would rather go to a trusted brand than to, you know, somebody who just come up uh, yesterday or one week back, okay? So that's your, uh, that's your entry barrier. And, you know, I use this term called innovation, which is the I. If you have an innovative product, if you have a patent, great. If you don't, you have to scale up rapidly. Yeah. Uh, there are two T's left, right? These two. <laughs> the first T is uh, team. Okay, And the team starts with founders. And there is a saying that we have in the world of startups. You have a wonderful business model, but an average team of founders won't work. But you have a, have a um, average business model and a great team of founders will figure out a way to pivot the model to make it work. Okay, So at an early stage, we guys as investors, and I'm not saying only investors, even the founder, if he's a great founder, your chances of the startup being successful, obviously, are much, much brighter. And the final uh, point within persistent is the last T, which is, you know, you may have wonderful scalability, great business model, earnings model, boss, in very simple terms, that's the final proof, isn't it? Are you getting revenues? Are you getting customers? Are these customers coming back? Are they sticky customers? Are your customers increasing month on month? Are your revenues increasing month on month, right? Because ultimately, you may have everything else. But if you don't have traction and growing traction, I mean, you haven't really proved yourself, right? So that is the persistent model. Now, I must clarify a couple of things. We have now 
at lead angels we have been using this to figure out whether a startup is worth investing in or not uh, and therefore i have two comments number one it is useful for the founder it is also also useful for the investor because ultimately both of them want the same thing isn't it both of them want a successful growing uh, startup which gets a lot of traction which keeps out competition which is scalable right so both of them look at the persistent startup obviously many people would not be using this framework they'll be using something else but the concepts are the same so they may not use the term traction they may use the term revenue growth right or they may not use the term um, size of the market they may use tam total addressable market that's okay but the concepts that you have in the persistent framework are to my mind essential to ensure that your startup has a better chance of succeeding no guarantee you know who lives up there god even god cannot guarantee success but at least improve your chances of success thanks a lot uh, rusal i think that's been a very comprehensive and i think you have covered almost all the uh, everything that is required for making a startup sustainable and i think i'm sure that each one of these are chapters in itself you know where you, you have yeah. to go deeper and deeper to get into the yeah. nitty gritty so, so just to sorry just to clarify you know this actually book is fairly unique there are a few books see many books in the market are on american startups right you can't identify with them a completely different environment there are a few in the indian environment as well but in the indian environment most of them talk about the big success stories correct the flipkarts the byju's the uh, the grofers the zomatos of the world here as i i have one very simple comment <clears throat> um if you're trying to create a startup and you're in early stage founder or you're planning to create one you need to talk to people who are in similar positions to you usne bhi dusre aadmi ne bhi baiju ravindran kya batayega ki 15 saal mein pehle maine ye kiya sure it's good to learn from him i'm not saying that it's wonderful to learn from let's say bini bansal and sachin bansal but you got to talk to guys who are still in your kind of situation right that's issue number 2 issue number 3 which is probably the biggest issue i think in the book is um i'll give you an analogy if you want to learn all about acting there are two ways you can do it right one is you go to bollywood and you latch on to shahrukh khan and you learn from him right but it's equally equally important to figure out wo jo punjab ke kheton mein se aaya tha na the guy who came from the fields of punjab tried his luck in bollywood did not succeed frustrated went back to punjab usse milo because you can learn a hell of a lot from failures nobody talks about failures unless they have you know uh, 10 pegs of black label inside them kon bolta hai failure ke bare mein so fortunately uh, we realize this and therefore the book has as many failures as successes although in many cases i have hidden the name it's not fair you know to talk about the uh, to publicly talk about the founder and the startup i have hidden the names but the startups are very much there so i think the the key thing is not only do you learn from indian success stories chota success stories but also failures Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the entire series will talk about that. Absolutely, cool, sir. I think uh, um, we'll we'll probably go to the next section, which is I I guess बहुत uh, important है हमारे लिए as early stage founders also to understand the perspective, because I think you have seen 
the life from the investor's perspective you know ek investor kya sochta hai invest karne ke time and i think that is one perspective which a lot of lot of us uh, usually are devoid of because you know we we never really get to get to interact with with an investor in a very very uh, a frank manner everybody is very opaque very guarded whenever they are having because every time an, a founder uh, interacts with an investor to wo lagta hai ki he is trying to sell me my company sell me his company mm-hmm. right so so i basically wanted to understand from you uh, a little bit about the investors perspective when they are evaluating startups so like i have mentioned earlier uh, we follow fairly strictly the persistent framework okay and we've been doing that for about 2 3 years now and it's worked very well for us and within that obviously everything is important scalability is very important because there are many guys who don't have scalable businesses uh entry barrier is extremely important you know a lot of people a lot of founders believe ye boss koi copy nahi kar sakta it's so easy to copy isn't it somebody else can pick up the same idea and you know just do it faster than you and maybe has more money scale faster than you uh entry barrier is very important scalability is very important but i think at early stages by far the most important is the founders the team of founders and maybe i'll, I'll share a couple of examples see we realized a couple of things because at early stages frankly you have no clue what direction the business will take you have no clue every founder i must tell you is a master at excel master and agar wo mba hai to matlab wo aur ex वो हिंदी इंग्लिश नहीं बोलेगा वो एक्सेल बोलेगा पीपीटी और एक्सेल बस ठीक है ना बाय द वे आई बीन टीचिंग एमबीए स्टूडेंट्स आई नो ऑल दिस फॉर द पास्ट 20 इयर्स यू कैन मेक व्हाटएवर प्रोजेक्शंस यू वांट अल्टीमेटली दोस आर प्रोजेक्शंस यू हैव नो क्लू वेदर इट्स गोइंग टू सक्सीड और नॉट वेरी वेरी सिंपल एग्जांपल द फाउंडर ऑफ जोमैटो राइट हु बाय द वे विल फिगर इन माय नेक्स्ट बुक दीपेंद्र आई हैड अ चैट विद हिम एंड ही सेज व्हेन वी स्टार्टेड which is uh, about what 13 14 years ago he says we were only a listing site and he says we had publicly made a statement saying we are not getting into deliveries he says ab dekho <laughs> we are only into deliveries nothing else right forget listing correct so you have no idea what will actually work out you have no idea what the market will accept till you actually hit the market and you keep trying multiple things which means going by the business is an issue because you don't know whether that business will survive or not but if you have the right founder he will figure out a way if this doesn't work i'll try this if this doesn't work i'll try this this doesn't work i'll try this and so on okay i'll give you a couple of things that we look for in founders one is we look for i think the biggest thing we look for is passion passion he is not just in the game to make money and exit in 3 years that kind of founder boss we will never invest in if we come to know if he is a wonderful actor and he hides this theek hai is fullness right but the guy has to be well when i say guy i include girls founder can be a girl as well so the guy has to be passionate about what he is trying to do reason being very simple if you are passionate see you will have lots of ups and downs okay last two years has been a down for many founders covid correct before that you had demonetization which was a down for many founders 
a few years before that you have a global financial crisis again a down for many firms so you'll have all kind of issues rbi changes rules so the point is there'll always be ups and downs more downs than ups if you're not passionate about what you're doing boss you're finished you will not be able to survive those downs and then all you should do is whichever city you live in identify a nice river over there and say theek hai main yahan se jump karunga aur koi solution nahi hai boss you have to be passionate so we look for passion the other thing we look for is flexibility not only passion but flexibility to imbibe new ideas to listen and therefore to change direction if required and i'll share an example uh the third thing we look for is you have to be very very knowledgeable about your business okay you can't have a guy who's superficial who says boss wo mere manager ko pata hai mere ko nahi pata bhai sahab wo aapka dhanda hai manager ka dhanda nahi hai manager kal ko he gets 20% extra he quits it is your business you have to know it like the back of your hand and you know one of the advantages we guys have as investors is whenever a founder is making a pitch to us right we typically have maybe 60 70 sometimes more than that investors from different backgrounds listening in and you'll always have some investors maybe more than one maybe 3 4 who come from a background which is similar to that of the founder who's making a pitch now in front of him you cannot say firstly you can't fool him you fool him that's the end of your credibility that's the end of your money secondly you can't keep saying i don't know i don't know ha huh, you're not supposed to know everything but you have to be knowledgeable about your business i'll give you a, a very simple example in fact that's i think uh, probably the most successful startup i have invested in personally it is called the planet spark uh, it's, it's a tech company a tech company it's founded by two young guys very tall guys uh, from um, xlr xlr right yeah and i've had lots of samosa chai discussions at the mdi campus with these guys very good guys bright guys they started with um, trying to digitize and formalize and standardize tuition centers okay the tuition centers mein kya hota hai wo bachcha tuition ke liye gaya and it's a lady or a man or whoever it's a lady who pressure cooker ki siti baji she runs into the kitchen suddenly phone baj gaya okay or uh, you know the maid is having a fight with the driver shouting loudly and the poor guy is trying to concentrate he can't concentrate right so very it's a very uh, troublesome environment so they said okay we will tie they actually tied up with oyo rooms and they said okay we'll take a room in each of their properties which are in residential areas and they started in gurgaon i think they had some 80 properties usme they had a lot of content um, and uh, digital content as well as physical content they had a workbook and they had a mentor and kids used to come you know learn on laptops and so on it was working well phir kya hua bhai sahab aapko pata na 25 march 2020 ko kya hua sabko pata hai hai na wo hamara baby virus aa gaya theek hai lockdown now even if they weren't a lockdown parents were scared of sending their kids so that model collapsed theek hai ab two choices one is the founder can say mar gaya and all i can do is watch netflix on tv or play video games right no these guys were fighters so that's one more thing we look for fighters they said okay we'll change the business model everything shifted online 
सो एक्जैक्टली द सेम मॉडल बट इट वॉज वर्किंग ऑनलाइन सो पढ़ रहे थे आई थिंक इट वॉज मैथ्स एंड इंग्लिश देन दे रियलाइज दे वर कम्पीटिंग विथ होम मिस्टर बाइजू रविंद्रन एंड इज वाइफ देर इज नो वे यू कैन कम्पीट विथ अ जॉइंट राइट मॉन्स्टर ठीक है ना दीज वर स्मॉल गाइज so uh, these guys realized they was we can't compete head on so let us look at extra curricular stuff so they went into art painting music dance yoga robotics वगैरह 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 कुछ जेल नहीं किया so just look at what's been happening they have been pivoting repeatedly finally they uh, they pivoted to public speaking for children and creative writing okay suddenly that became a hit because you know every parent says mera bachcha school ja raha i want him to get good marks but uh, equally important the, the kid should be confident of facing people facing a crowd facing unknown guys strangers wagera wagera facing an interview board so public speaking became a huge hit and these guys have been able to raise i think in 3 and 1/2 years four rounds and their valuation has gone up i think 150 times 150 times in 3 and 1/2 years right <clears throat> so remarkable absolutely remarkable and i think the key is these guys were dogged they were passionate boss humne bachcho ke liye hi karna hai learning mein but they were also flexible enough to keep pivoting and they were fighters and today it's a, it's a market leader in india and abroad as well well abroad it may not be a market leader but in india if you google public speaking for kids You'll probably see this, uh, not the ad. I'm saying you'll see this as part of SEO, uh, either at number one or number two. Mm-hmm. So you know, at an early stage, the biggest thing we look for is the founder or founders. So, मुझे एक बात बताओ सर कि there are so many people who come and who pitch, right? Now, when when you're evaluating or when anybody is evaluating, anybody can come and say anything to you. Right? Correct. what kind of due diligence usually happens especially in the first day in the early stage process okay so there's lots you're absolutely right boss when you make your pitch okay you can say what the hell you want how much of it is valid how much is not valid we have no idea okay first of all we take projections with a pinch of salt those projections anybody can make especially an mba is a master of excel right and what we look at more is in the projections what are the assumptions the guy has made because if he has made assumptions which seem to be sensible the assumptions may be wrong but at least he has thought about them at least the guy understands the business so that is one thing we look at we ask him to make a pitch then what happens so by the way there is some level of evaluation but that is largely uh, studying the company you know talking to the founder looking at what competition is doing what the market size is etc etc so that is uh, done and typically it's a one week two week job then the guy makes a pitch if he shortlisted after that the investors then decide whether it is worth pursuing this or not and if it is then what we do is we appoint what is called a deal lead also called a lead investor sometimes a deal lead wo ek mahina spend karta hai founder ke sath theek hai he will talk to the founder he will study the business he will talk to customers <clears throat> he will see the product he will see the website he will see the reports right all that will be done uh, and only at the end of that do we say yes or no okay and that yes or no again is 
up to the individual uh, uh, investor. I mean, each person can take his own decision. So at that time, we take a commitment, but not the money from the investor. Now, the real due diligence starts because now there is the accounting due diligence, the statutory uh, uh, due diligence, which means are you complying with uh, government regulations? Have you submitted your tax returns? If, if you're submitting tax returns, if you finish the financial year, uh, whatever the Ministry of, Com of um, Company Affairs wants, are you uh, doing those in time? Do you have any loans outstanding? All that in detail is studied, not by the, uh, the deal lead or anybody who understands business, but by CS and CS, company secretaries. Then there is legal due diligence. So at the end of all this, hopefully, we don't have a situation where something is un not uncovered. Okay? But of course, you know, everybody is human. There will be situations where something is hidden and you've not been able to uncover it. But by and large, we have not seen this kind of thing happening. Yes, what does happen sometimes is you, you get a wrong impression about the founder. For example, during this entire process, and it normally takes about three months at least, during this entire process, you found that the founder was great, etc., etc., etc. Uske baad, you realize that the founder is not willing to listen. He is very, very stubborn in his uh, thinking, very, very stubborn in his attitude. It is understandable the founder has to take decisions. The investor cannot take decisions. But here, baat to sun lo. So the guy has experience, listen to him and then you decide what you want to do. Sometimes he's very stubborn. Sometimes, you know, he, so far he's been absolutely transparent, but then it, you, uh, it turns out after he's got the money, he starts fooling you. Right? But generally, you know, when you spend three months with the founder, a lot of time is spent with him. All these traits, whether positive or negative, they tend to come out. You can't hide things in three months. So, you know, it's like a, a half an hour interview is not enough to tell you everything about the guy. But if you spend three months with the guy, chances are you figured out whatever you had to, except possibly, you know, his his uh, personal life with his girlfriend or boyfriend. From, an, from a startup's perspective also, which investors to pick money from is important. And also, yeah. say one of the bigger issues, which a lot of early stage foreigners don't understand is here, probably going to institutional investors right on day one is not the right, right thing to do. Yeah. Right? So this is the difference hai, ki ek to choosing whom to go to first, uh, how to make, take that call? And also, what is the difference between an angel and an institution? Both the basic I'm asking because a lot of people would need to get their foundations right. Wonderful. Okay. So, first of all, angel versus VC. When you say institutional, typically we call it a VC, a venture capitalist. So, the angel, who's the angel? I'm an angel investor. I have I'm an angel investor. The VC is a little different from me because the VC does not put in his own money. The VC takes money from other investors who say, I would like to be in the world of startups. I would like to invest. I don't have the time. I don't have the know-how. Yeah, VC, please, you decide. And just give me good returns at the end of five years or six years or seven years. Okay. 
So essentially the angel puts in his own money, whereas the VC puts in somebody else's money. It's very much like you are investing directly in the stock market and you decide what to buy, whether it is you know, HDFC Bank or Reliance or LNT or whatever, versus you're investing in a mutual fund where the fund manager decides where to put your money. And he's putting in your money, not his own money. Okay? So yeah, fundamental difference. Now, given the fact that this is the fundamental difference, what is the difference? What is the implication? There are two implications. Number one, because the VC is putting in somebody else's money. So he's essentially running a business, right? He's created a fund, maybe a 500 crore fund, rupee, a crore rupee fund. And he says, put in your money and I'll give you X return. Well, he can't guarantee returns, but hopefully I'll be able to give you decent returns at the end of uh, the you know, life cycle of the fund, which may be seven years. Because he's putting in somebody else's money and he's running a business, he cannot take the kind of risks that the angel can take. See, I'm an angel. I like, let's say, Sohail as a startup. I like Sohail as a more likely, I like it. I say, okay, Sohail, I'm startup. Maybe it dies. Maybe I lose that money. Okay, I'm going to pay The VC cannot think like this. He can't say, Mujhe Sohail ki shakal pasanda, therefore I'm putting in money. The VC <coughs> has to invest in companies which are far less risky. And therefore, the VC normally invests at a much later stage than the angel. Okay, the angel can invest early, no problem. I like, uh, let's say, Kamal's face, Uski company and I lost money, or maybe I won again money. But the VC says, hang on, I will wait for this to stabilize in the next two years and grow. And if I find it's a good business and it is actually growing, surviving, keeping out competition, then I will invest. So the VC normally invests at a much later stage. When I say much later, it could be six months, one year, two years. Two years is a normal, is a, is a common uh, calendar time frame. But like I said, it's not a rule, it's not a hard and fast rule. And the angel can invest early. When you go to, uh, see, you can go to an individual. For example, people have gone, I've, I've had people coming to me, founders coming to me, who have said, sir, my uh, neighbor, hai, he has a wholesale shop in Chavadi Bazaar. And he's willing to put in 25 lakhs. First of all, I must clarify nothing against Chavadi Bazaar. And I know those are very good businesses, many of them. For those of you who don't know Delhi, that's in... Uh, that's beyond the old days, sorry, new, new Delhi railway station. Okay. However, my comment is very simple. Does this guy know what he is doing? He'll give you 25 lakhs. Every month, every two months, every three months, he's going to ask you profit, kai, profit, kai, profit, kai. there'll be pressure on you. Okay. Dhanda dikhao, dhanda dikhao. Maybe. For the next two years, you have to only invest in marketing and product development. And therefore, you cannot show profits for the next three, four years. Right? This guy will probably not understand that. Okay? So, he's the wrong guy to go to. If you go to an angel network, you know what an angel network is? Anyway, let me clarify. Um, you know, once upon a time, you had only some very few rich angels. Real super rich guys. They go a crore, two crore, they Correct. Oh, you had only about three, four hundred of these guys at that time. 
आज की डेट में क्या हो गया क्या हो गया सडनली देर इज एन एक्सप्लोजन इन स्टार्टअप एक्सप्लोजन इन इंफॉर्मेशन टीवी चैनल्स टॉक अबाउट स्टार्टअप टॉक अबाउट वैल्यूएशन लाइक वॉट ट्वेंटी बिलियन डॉलर ट्वेंटी फाइव बिलियन डॉलर इलेवन बिलियन डॉलर सो इवन द कॉमन मैन पहले सिर्फ सुपर ही चेंज होता था राइट कॉमन मैन से बॉस मेरे को भी इसमें डालना मेरे को भी ऐसे पैसे कमाने राइट सो टूडे यू प्रोबेबली हैव अबाउट फिफ्टी थाउजेंड कॉमन मैन इन्वेस्टर्स और क्या बुलाते हैं उनको किताब में मैंने ये लिखा है सॉरी रिटेल इन्वेस्टर्स नहीं नहीं अरे नहीं बॉस क्या नेटवर्क बोला अरे नहीं बॉस क्या दे आर कॉल्ड आम आदमी एंजल्स प्लीज आई मस्ट क्लैरिफाई इट हैज नथिंग टू डू विथ यू नो हु राइट इट इज नॉट अ पॉलिटिकल पार्टी इट्स आम आदमी एंजल इन्वेस्टर्स राइट सो नाउ द प्रॉब्लम इज रतन टाटा Has his own advisors, right? Business analysts, ये वो सब कुछ है बेचारा आम आदमी एंजल के पास क्या कुछ भी नहीं ना लॉयर है ना अकाउंटेंट ना ना एनलिस्ट है ही नीड सपोर्ट वो सपोर्ट कौन देता है एंजल नेटवर्क सिमिलरली यू नो इफ दम आदमी एंजल इज इन्वेस्टिंग एंड दॉन्ट्स टू रेज लेट्स करोड़ और वन एंड हाफ करोड़ यू प्रॉब्ली नीड थर्टी टू फोर्टी आम आदमी एंजल्स रतन टाटा कुड पुट वन और टू करोड़ अलोन राइट now you need 30 to 40 guys getting together that is where the angel network comes in so angel network is like a club delhi gymkhana club you know it's like a club right it has members each of whom is an angel investor and on the other side startups approach it for funding so it supports the members in evaluating the startup in putting up startups etc and it supports the uh, founder in getting money right so normally you will not approach an individual angel you will approach an angel network that means two things number one it means you actually have no choice as to who is going to invest because us angel network mein se 50 log karenge ho sakta hai 20 log karenge wo kon hai you don't know right now but you know anybody who joins an angel network because of the fact that there is so much happening and there is so much learning and education they have realized that it is not a quarter by quarter game it's a long term game maine paisa dala hai it is what i call play money maine paisa dala because i can afford to lose this money dekhte hain char saal mein panch saal mein kya hota hai so if you go through an angel network which is what you should do right uh, typically you will not be, you will not come across investors who keep pestering you every quarter boss dhanda dikhao dhanda dikhao dhanda dikhao nahi you will get angel investors who are um, you know who realize what is happening and they realize you need to spend time and money to grow the business all of you guys who joined in do you have any questions specifically that you want to ask through uh, yeah i mean i have a very specific one because like problem abhi face kar raha so my question is jaise abhi बहुत सारा न्यू थिंग्स कम इन राइट एंड एंड थिंग्स जनरली कम इन वेव्स जैसे जब एटेक का वेव आया था तो इट वाज लाइक एवरीवन एटेक जब फिनटेक आया था तो अभी जैसे सुन रहे हैं कि ब्लॉकचेन है एआई है तो एवरीवन जस्ट यू नो कम्स इन वेव्स सो मेरा क्वेश्चन ऐसा था कि डस दैट अफेक्ट यू नो लाइक जैसे इन्वेस्टर्स का माइंडसेट में कि अरे यार ये तो अभी वही चीज कर रहा है you know like he's doing the same thing again and again like you know people are getting similar products and all that stuff but jaisa hota na ki ek hi kuch differentiating factor hota hai but wo hota hai ya fir it just gets on like you know gets too much of a uh, you know just a thing okay so uh, the answer is yes and no 
it's a political answer i'll tell you why <clears throat> so first of all yes things do come in waves so let's say four years back edtech was a big thing correct today what has happened is there are lots of market leaders and therefore if you're doing something similar to what these guys are doing you have no chance investor will not put in money and you should not create that, that kind of startup because you can't compete with guys like byju's or equivalent right but even within edtech there are multiple other opportunities for example i told you about this planet spark now curriculum learning curricular based learning is more taken care of it's not a hot area but extra curricular learning is still a very very major area that is issue number 1 okay issue number 2 there is you know in india you have very large chunks of in fact i would say the biggest chunk of india is people who do not speak english okay and kids have never learned english uh, they you know their families nobody speaks english at home and even in school they don't learn anything so there is another very interesting startup which i have personally invested in called oki poki which is um, helping kids between the ages of 2 and 7 which is giving them spoken english skills now ye byju's nahi kar raha right this guy is growing well why because it's a huge market and it's an untapped market not a crowded market now it is possible byju's after 2 years says my god this is a great uh, opportunity but then byju's will probably not do it from scratch he will buy out oki paki so even within that space there would be areas which are open okay that's issue number 1 number 2 there are certain segments so i talked about certain product lines there are also certain segments so for instance if you look at <coughs> uh, affordable learning using technology for kids byju's doesn't do that and there is a startup which my students have started called idream which basically helps students of government schools okay and uh, i think they are doing i don't know many crores of business today over the past i think 4 or 5 years right and they are doing very very well so that's a huge area again and that's working well so even within spaces which are crowded you don't have to do a me too you can be in areas which are non crowded that is one part second thing is even today there are a hell of a lot of areas which are absolutely open for example agri tech is a big area that's open because our agriculture is is a lot of opportunity right and it's a very big area similarly health tech is a huge area right very very huge area the one thing i just want to clarify with you know you talked about blockchain and so on and so forth i just want to clarify uh, something which we investors have seen founder comes and makes a presentation to us makes a pitch sir this is blockchain based or this is ml based ml is a you know there's a fancy term for machine learning right sir you machine learning based and sir we are from a comp science background theek hai machine learning kahan hai sir ye hai why do you need machine learning here nay no, sir it is there's no there's no need you know unfortunately a lot of tech guys tech founders bring in these terms just to try and impress the uh, investor or they bring in these not just terms maybe they've actually built machine learning it was not required they built it to try and give the startup a flavor of the future was please remember investors are not dumbos <laughs> at least not all of them are dumbos they'll see through it and they tell you kya kar rahe what the hell are you doing why are you fooling us right so if 
one of these technologies is highly usable and actually is adding value wonderful it's a good idea if it is only there to try and pad up the presentation to make it look as though it's you know high tech based don't waste time don't waste your time investors time yeah maybe like i can ask uh, yeah so basically like i'm asking uh, from the work that i am doing actually in the like uh, what like i'm trying to start up here so i will just ask directly here like uh, can you suggest me on that part so basically like here uh, means uh, what uh, our initial thought process is on the financial market you are already in the financial market you have experience in the investments and all so basically like uh, means if you look from the retail perspective so the word first of all like the word finance is a very broad term okay this is like investment comes in a very like segmented way then like in the invest investment as well there are like multiple markets like bond market or the stock market primary market secondary market and like many other things are there so if i look from the starting from the college students and then they get a job and they like once they have the extra money then basically like they think of the investments okay so get providing them the knowledge the basics the fundamentals of that like uh, what are the different markets how the economy works uh, how the uh, bond prices matter to stock market how the oil prices matter to bond markets and like stock markets and all how the company dependence like the fundamentals and the technicals like these things means basically like right now the situation is like the, it's a very uh, fragmented way like many youtubers influencers are like trying to provide um, uh, in with the help of small videos and the contents like they are providing it like wh what uh, means my thought process is like uh, how can we make it standardized way like so that uh, like okay so a, uh, a college person maybe should be willing to gain knowledge on the taxation part so when i start earning then uh, i will just like uh, maybe save my tax or something a person with uh, small money maybe like small investment he can think of with uh, hni category will think of bigger investment something like that so different users have different user journeys so if i can provide uh, the user so like based on what he needs the complete entire the knowledge like journey part okay first you learn this then you learn that then you learn that and in the end okay you will be knowledgeable you will be trained in this particular segment so this is what like standardizing the process is like uh, our thought process right now so uh, and it like comes to the edtech market and it comes to the finance basically so uh, like yeah this is just a initial thought process we are kind of still discussing we are uh, still discussing on the tangible outcomes like what is the tangible outcomes after person gets a session here so uh, kind of like uh, i want to ask like what is your view in this edtech business for finance part Okay. from the investment and it covers the entire invest uh, finance part not just the stock market okay <clears throat> so i have two three comments <clears throat> first of all what you just described by itself i don't think it's a great business idea but there are possibilities and i'll tell you what those possibilities are you know you must realize one thing no human being can compete with google theek hai aur google free hai aap bol rahe ho structured doge theek hai पहले ये फिर ये फिर ये इट इज नॉट लाइकली दैट टू मेनी पीपल विल बी विलिंग टू पे फॉर दिस इट इज नॉट लाइकलीफ सीन लॉटलीफ्टीपलिंग सो उसमें ना 
running paid courses doesn't really help and therefore it is unlikely that you will have customers coming to you however i'll tell you where it can help see why is why is byju's working byju's working very well because there is an end goal and the end goal is boss bacche ko marks lane hai theek hai suppose you were to tie up with engineering or let's say colleges any college let's say engineering colleges theek hai there are god knows how many engineering colleges in this country and most of them are quite unfortunately subpar theek hai they are not any particularly high caliber aap unke sath tie up karo ki boss hum ye course offer karenge या तो आप इस कोर्स के लिए क्रेडिट दो सो द स्टूडेंट एक्चुअली गेट्स वॉट एवर थ्री क्रेडिट और टू क्रेडिट फॉर दिस कोर्स इट काउंट टूवर्ड्स हिज फाइनल ग्रेजुएशन करेक्ट एंड द कॉलेज एंड यू नो मोस्ट ऑफ दिस प्राइवेट कॉलेज आर क्वाइट हैप्पी टू चार्ज द स्टूडेंट एंड दे कैन ऑल्सो मेक इट कंपल्सरी यार तो दस दस पचास पचास रुपए पर मंथ पे कर दो एंड यू नो यूल हैव दिस पर्टिकुलर कोर्स i think that approach could work for the simple reason that now you are not just saying i am competing with google and giving you something structured now you are saying i am giving you something which the college is endorsing and you are actually going it is actually going to appear on your grade card ki bhi maine ye finance mein basics of finance second level finance vaire kiya hua and you must also remember colleges are very desperate to uh, you know appear good See, if you look at IITs or Bits Pilani or even many of the regional engineering colleges, the NITs, they don't have a problem getting students. But the next level, है ना, they have a big problem because nobody wants to join them. They are all looking for something which will act as a kind of carrot. कि भी हमारे पास ये हम ये offer करते हैं आप आ जाओ. If you can tie up with many of these colleges, to my mind, that is a very steady, very standard business for you. and i think that is the approach you should take rather than making it a pure b2c business so what this is what i call a b2b2c you are a b you are going to the college which is a b a business and he then insists that his students uh, uh, take this and incidentally the same thing can also be done in schools you can run a b2b2c finance learning for kids in schools and i'm sure many parents will be very happy to pay yes yes thank you so much like uh, i think this is what like we are looking on like what is the tangible outcome after we provide the session so yeah. that's so don't like, don't yeah. try and give things which google and coursera and all these guys give for free ab nahi kar sakoge but you tie up with these guys and of course you have to do it fast because yes. other people will also have the same idea sir uh, how how can i scale a small and a simple product uh, to a really large market like suppose i, I have a i have a tech, tech product uh, a saas product but uh, like i want to scale it to a very large customer the the product is really simple and uh, it doesn't cost much okay so what is the first thing i have to uh, look after while okay, i am doing so, this so far you have not given me any details except for the fact that it's saas it's, it's just a saas product for uh, <coughs> restaurants you can say okay so small restaurants right yeah, uh, it, it 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 could be for uh, any kind of restaurant it's just a uh, digital menu for a restaurant so okay. it is a really small and a simple product but uh, like i can't succeed if i uh, if i don't scale it in a really so, boss, i i have a couple of quick comments on this for the past 
many years i have seen lots of people doing something similar lots of people uh, so you may be in a very crowded market where lots of people are trying to do the same thing and it is copyable right yes um so i am not too sure it is a great uh, direction to take because too many people have tried this it hasn't really worked see you know the issue is in your kind of business correct in your kind of business typically pure digital marketing will not work mm-hmm. it has to be face to face meetings with the owner of the restaurant to convince him ke boss ye dekho main aapko demo dikhata hu this is the benefit you will get fortunately fortunately that kind of scaling up does not require too much kharcha see if you are doing digital marketing if you are advertising on facebook or google ads or whatever then there's a hell of a lot you have to spend on you know on the ad and every time somebody clicks you have to pay for it here it is basically only sales calls my suggestion is if you want to scale this kind of business firstly like i said i am not sure it is a great business because too many people have tried it and you may be competing if this kind of thing does not where do you where do you live by the way which city uh currently i am in dehradun dehradun okay so if you yes. go to look at dehradun and i am assuming that there is uh, there are no people offering this solution there you have to make personal sales calls to all these guys right that is the only way to grow fortunately usme kharcha nahi hai except i mean your your car or two wheeler or whatever you have right so personal sales one to one sales is the best way yes that is not that will not scale up so rapidly as you know going through facebook and so on but you have no choice since there is a physicality involved in selling so i want to like uh, say something like we have a really unique selling proposition like it's it's not just a, a digital menu like it is backed by a, a social media you know it uh, i'm basically building a food social media well all i'm saying all i'm saying shikhar is that a typical restaurant owner will not yes. be will not see a facebook ad or uh, add on google and be convinced you have to do it face to face that's all i'm saying yes, so face to face that is what i'm facing right <coughs> choice yes. nahi hai in a business like this you have to do it face to face there is one other option there is one other option you can use which some people do use you engage a lot of college students theek hai unko ek din ka work ki workshop do let them understand this product thoroughly and tell them you generate uh, these leads i will only cover your transport expenses you generate leads jo convert hua uske liye maine aapko main aapko incentive dunga theek hai jo convert nahi hua uske liye kuch paisa nahi milega right college students typically are very keen to learn right they are not looking at too much money yes. thodi pocket money mil jaye to acha the benefit of this approach is rather than you personally going to all restaurants college students go all over the town and they will shortlist only those restaurants where the likelihood of you know buying your product is higher then you go to close the deal and therefore these are likely restaurants that is issue number 1 other benefit of this is aap usko incentive kab de rahe ho tabhi de rahe ho jab restaurant ne close kiya theek hai matlab hai ye nahi ki aap usko stipend de rahe ho salary de rahe ho nahi because the problem with salary stipend is it's a fixed cost चाहे क्लोज करे चाहे कन्वर्ट करे ना करे इट डिस मैटर 
so variable cost marketing means only when you get dhanda are you paying the guy so if you can use college students try it out in dehradun let them do the first level selling demo etc etc guy says yes works out you could also try and do a zoom call with the guy with the owner and close but i still suspect you'll have to do a face to face call because uh, you know the kind of target you have they are probably going to be more comfortable with uh, face to face so that is one way to scale and once this has happened in one town you take it to other towns take it to other towns in uttarakhand up thank you sir yeah. cool but i have one last question and then uh, probably we can draw this to a close i think has, this has been a very very interesting conversation and hopefully we can call you again the second time around as well oh, welcome founders especially early stage founders uh, when they are building you know a lot of these people get stuck in the validation stage और वो ना बहुत लंबा चल जाता है कभी कभी वो दैट टाइम पीरियड बिकम्स वेरी लॉन्ग एंड लॉट ऑफ पीपल स्टार्ट गेटिंग फ्रस्ट्रेटेड एग्जॉस्ट and then again this this becomes a regular this thing so i basically wanted to understand what kind of advice would you want people who get stuck in the validation phase and who look for money as a solution to the problem so first of all you know <coughs> i must clarify one thing 10 years ago investors would invest in a bright idea today that has changed because a lot of investors so firstly there is a lot of competition the investors so for example at angels i think every month we get about 100 or 150 or uh, people asking for funding right so there's a huge number of people competing for the same investors right so what the investor is done now is they have increasingly uh, been saying show me proof tum pehle mere ko dhanda dikhao show me traction and lead angels for example unless you have revenue of about a crore with decent uh, gross margin uh, normally we don't even consider it right and i think that is true of many such uh, places which means what used to happen earlier where you would say boss paisa do main try karunga wo zamana gaya ab zamana hai pe tu pehle try kar fir mere paas paise ke liye aa because main dunga nahi correct so usme do teen options hain <coughs> first of all <coughs> i accept the fact that you will need uh, uh, you will need some money but at that stage you will typically have to go to family and friends right uh, your own sohatija to nahi aayega dada dadi etc etc and by the way always maintain good relations with your uh, rich investor person nahi dalega right it is going to be your family and friends number 2 today you have two three benefits number one of course is physically you get space right so you actually have an office you have connectivity you have infrastructure etc etc 
one year, two year, whatever time you spend there, you're actually spending time with other people in similar situations. So they're all startup founders, right? The feedback that you get from these guys is invaluable. A hell of a lot of the validation will happen there and that doesn't cost you money, right? <clears throat> Third, when you are doing validation, again, validation can be of different types. So let's say if it is a B2B product, right? Identify those three or four guys which are willing to do a pilot with you, correct? More pilot. Then it will be a very tiny pilot because he doesn't know whether it, uh, you know, it's likely to work out or not. Uske baad, is he willing to give you a paid pilot? If he's willing to give you a paid pilot, that means level one validation has been done. Or wo paid pilot, jo hai na, if you're doing two, three paid pilots, then investors get interested and they're willing to give you money. So there are multiple things to be done, but basically just trying to spend your way out of trouble, no. You'll have to go step by step. And this, I mean, it's a game of patience. Anyway, we also understand all the people in the club that you validate first. First, you have a little proof of, the, of whatever your, your building is working or at least is desirable or required by your consumer. confidence by the way, you guys are welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn if you want. Yes. Uh, I may not be able to do one-to-one sessions because I put up a lot of material on my LinkedIn uh, posts, in my LinkedIn posts. So yeah. I write a lot of articles for your story. There are some other interviews. So you're welcome to connect if you want. That was the episode. Hope you got some rich insights for your idea from this. If you like the episode, do share it with your friends and rate us on Spotify, Google Store and iTunes. If you want to join the Water Cooler Podcast Live, join the club at www.thebuildersclub.me Until next time, upwards and onwards.